That looks good. Oh, and best part is we got some fucking ballers in that fucking Discord and Twitter. You know, I think after you tweeted that, I was like, I'm in for 500. And then this guy comes in with just a Python and he's like, I'll drop 4,500 on that. And I'm like, okay, I'll just be over here watching. Dude, a lot of people are talking about me moving markets. And a lot of those people are are voices in my head. I was, dude, you (laughs) literally took the words out of my mouth. It's like. I was Cash Daddies is for entertainment purposes only. You'd be an idiot to listen to anything these degenerates say. Invest at your own risk, do research, but seriously don't listen to these ass clowns. Now enjoy Cash Daddies. And welcome to Cash Daddies. We are banking fatties. Even when it looks like it's all crash and burning, who rises like a phoenix at the end? Joining us as always are the, uh, you know, the power duo of the internet, the ass ass brothers. Chris Neff, how we doing? How are you guys? Yeah, how he's doing great. He's got some brass knuckles that he picked up from one of your uh, your fans in Houston, so he's off to a good start. Well, yeah, he's feeling good about metals. himself, right so, there. You know, yeah, there we go. And joining us, I want to uh, really on fire. I mean, really on fire. Little, you know, the true G, little E, Evan Hand. How are you, brother? I'm good. Uh, I'm, I'm a little sad because my dad got his face smashed through the canvas last night, but he'll recover. Yeah, Stipe Miocic. That's got to be hard. You're going to feed your father a little, uh, you know, puree food <laughs> for a little up. while. But, you know, that's fu- your dad probably gave you some good genes and he will rise again. <laughs> uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Super excited uh, that you we made it through another week. All of us are still alive and kicking, which is always a good thing. Joining us is a very good friend of mine. Uh, I'm very excited to have him on. I've known this man for got to be 15 years now, and he is joining us to talk a little bit precious metals. I'm very excited to have him on. My good friend, Dave Martell. How are you, Dave? I'm doing just fine. Uh, you know, I just want to say, do as I say, not as I do. You can tell by my home behind me, I haven't done too well. But uh, I, I think because I thought brass, Howie, was a precious metal. It's not a precious metal, I'm sorry to tell you. But uh, it's really great, really great to be here. Looking forward to uh, uh, talking with you guys. Fuck precious Rich. metals. You got a precious fuck wagon if that's your ride, buddy. So yeah, welcome. <laughs> Who cares about metal when you got that? That's a, that's a tuna trailer, baby. That's a tuna trailer. It's killing. Hey, dude. Dave, please don't say anything. The the beautiful women of Houston have no clue that brass is not a precious Do metal. any of them have, okay. do any of them have Daisy Dukes? Because I'm yeah. single. <laughs> yeah. I love that about my good friend, Dave. Uh, guys, so let's get into last week. Uh, looks like everybody's taking a beating. Then Excuse it looks me? like at the What's what? that? What? Excuse me? At the beginning of the week, it wasn't looking good. There was okay. a lot of red. Don't okay. act like there wasn't. Yeah. Okay. okay, I know not you're my, old and okay. you're having senior moments. But at the end, no. you pull it out. Yeah, what? man. Verizon's up above 58. Come on. Just go ahead, monologue. Go ahead. Me? I'm monologue. 
Yeah, I just interrupted your case him over here to endear. This one goes out to this reader. Let me do a quick <laughs> shout out real quick to our readers. So how did our week go before we start working? Uh, Lil E's nuts. How was your week, guys? Um, I, I'll say it again um, because it can't be overstated. Uh, GME is the sun that all meme stocks revolve around. And it's a smash and grab. Um, I swung it. Uh, I pulled out my dick on Wednesday. Bought that shit after hours at 115. I think you got a graphy if you want to see how it works. And then um, I sold at uh, 160. I rode that bitch up to like 162. I pulled the shoot a little early uh, because it did run up to 185. But for a 16-hour swing trade, I have no problems. You'll see the I'm red out. there. Yeah. It, it, hit it hit 115 last week. Where were you? Wait, it, I'll say, I'm going to say it again. It hit 115 last week. Uh-huh. And then what I do is I put on our group thread, hey, Grandpa, time to buy GME and swing. Get your nuts swinging. In Damn, the I, didn't, I don't remember going to 115. That's amazing. No, man. Hey, 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 it's a cliche, but it's true. Money never sleeps, Okay. Do not forget after hours is your friend, okay? I jumped nah. in at 115 and 113. I wake up the next day. I ride that bitch like eight seconds, fucking Luke Perry style, pull the fucking ripcord at 160. I was done for the day at 11 and went back to bed and slept for two that's hours. A good, that's a good trade. That's a good trade, man. That's a good trade, brother. Yeah. Dave, are you okay with adult language, David? Are you okay with adult language? I think I'll work through it. It's, it'll be okay. I'll just spend another hour in therapy this week. It's all good. <laughs> My therapist will thank you very much, Dr. Greenblatt. So uh, what I'm thinking here is you had a good week. Now, who was telling you it was going to go up and down? And that is the purpose of this, uh, this stock. I think that was me. Do I get my balls washed? You get your balls washed on multiple levels because you're just smashing it with all these altcoins. So you know, if you need to put some peanut butter on the balls and get Roger over there and get to work, let's do it. Hey, dude, Roger doesn't need peanut butter, okay? He doesn't, he's not a hack, okay? He just does what he's got to do, okay? Uh, let's move on from I that. Forgot, okay? I forgot, Pollyanna is the hack of the yeah, family. She's okay. class, okay? okay? She just doesn't put out, she needs to be wined and dined. But the point is, so so you, you you got a little ball washing there. How about you, Howie? Any ball washing going on with you before we get to Evan, who super crushed it? Dude, I'm like, I'm slow and steady in it right now. I mean, Verizon's up above 58, still moving up. Uh, 4G is up a little bit from uh, the week before. Uh, DSX is the same. Uh, you know what? I gave a stock last week, ICPT. That's actually up from where I gave it. Uh, so no, I'm uh, I'm I'm even or up a little bit and everything. It's it's real steady, but uh, hey, the Nasdaq took a little bit of a beating, so I'm happy. And so, I just to stay on that topic, the Nasdaq is not done taking a beating, in my opinion. No, uh, I think what we're seeing here is uh, two steps down for every one step up, and yeah. I'm I'm done thinking it's over. So I am definitely trimming a lot of tech on Monday and moving to cash. And then look, looking to make some cyclical reopening slash boomer boring plays. So uh, just to round out my portfolio, because I'm a little too, too tech Listen, heavy. dude, I got to be honest with you, man. I, 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 I'm getting a little nervous with this boomer talk. I think 
you know, it's kind of like we see right now, just in dating, everybody thinks dangerous is more uh, sexy. Okay. I have no problems with boomer stocks. I have no problem with steady stocks. I think when you're playing with your money, you want it, you know, slow and steady is a good way to go. It's called wisdom. It's called making, would you rather make money or lose money? Would you rather hold a stock that's up 4% or hold a stock that's down 25%? Come on. It's common sense. Yeah. So that's it's, my whole thing. It also and, goes to what Howie was, has been speaking, and we haven't really discussed it too much, and we'll save it for another episode, but modern portfolio theory and just diversification. So you can really uh, control those swings by diversifying your portfolio into different sectors. And I'll be honest, I'm too tech heavy right now. I enjoyed the run up, but I should have I should have cut a little sooner. So so real quick, Neff, you're talking about you're too tech heavy. What are the different areas that you could invent invest in? Because I, I'm not quite sure what you're sure. talking about because I'm new sure. to the stock world. Sure. Well, again, if you recall on our first episode, I said name a sector. And of course, you know, you just choked like I crushed half. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You 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 I got my free balls throw. washed on that 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 segment. Yeah. So I'm looking at um, retail. I'm looking at real estate, specifically REITs. Um, there's a few REITs I like out there. Uh, I'm also looking at uh, plays like um, uh, Cisco, uh, not the computer company, but the company that basically handles all of the food service, um, you know, wholesale in the country. Looking at uh, plays that I used to be in, like Darden Foods, they own uh, the Olive Garden all of, and many other restaurants, and even though they're at an all-time high. Looking for really boring shit like Brinks Co. You know, they handle cash. They just move cash around. A lot of people think cash is dead. I don't think it's dead. Um, I'm looking at a bank. I got to find a new bank to get in. I really like JP Morgan. Um, I just, like I said, I just kept a foot on the gas on things like Peloton, you know, um, you know, where, where I, where I wanted to, to, to cut, but I was like, I'm so close to that one year to save the capital gain. So I'm going to hold, uh, ultimately I should have cut. I'm also going to cut UMC. I'm going to cut AccuF. I'm going to trim a little bit more Airbnb. Uh, again, these are just profit taking. Uh, but profits I should have taken a couple weeks ago, um, but I can't afford to let them go any longer and not take profits. So um, moving to cash and then um, pr- I'll probably, you know, uh, take my time. But right now I really like STOR. It's a REIT, commercial REIT. Uh, I really like uh, JP Morgan as well. And again, this is just to balance out my portfolio a little bit. Evan, do you got any thoughts? Uh, you're pretty quiet because I, I want to say something, but I, I want to hear if you have any thoughts. About uh, about last week? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, stock market, I took an absolute beating. Um, I'm, I'm, I am tech heavy. I'm biotech heavy. And I just got completely shit on. And uh, <laughs> I, I'm hoping for I'm hoping for a bounce back that maybe this was just a big drop and we're due for an even bigger bounce back. But uh, I'm not. I'm not too certain about that, but that's my hopes. Evan got. Evan got. Evan got. BCRX marked the spot right in his ass, which got split wide open by that fucking yeah. biotech last week. I bought it 14, four cents away from the high. Yeah, keep in mind, though. <laughs> keep in mind, we saw biotech just shit the bed across the board with all these new FDA requirements. So that's 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 sector wide. And uh, obviously nobody saw that coming. So I averaged down. I'm not pulling the cord on that. I don't have a problem if you did. No, um, I'm, I'm holding. I lost way too yeah. much money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And oh. one other one other thing is I'm also leaning into my winner of last week in USAT. Um, it's been called a boring play. Uh, I don't give a shit. It's 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 moving in the direction I like. So I will be leaning into that on Monday as well. So, uh, you know, in our chats that we had, you know, I'm going to be honest with you, I heard you guys say April could get really shady with some for some uh, stocks, some uh some chaos could be coming. I kind of looked at my tiny portfolio I have in stocks on E-Trade and I had to make, I had to cut somebody. I cut KLR, got rid of it just because I don't want to be, I, I, I was losing money on it for some unknown reason. Neff doesn't understand, but I was. And if, if you April- Because you bought, <laughs> bought it the worst time. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. That's okay. I don't know about that. I, I bought when I, I bought when you told me to buy. Okay. No, you bought it two weeks later. I can't help I told if E-Trade doesn't recognize and respect <laughs> me, okay, and my money. All right. I have money. I tried to buy. I just said, no, this is good enough. I had to wait and I bought as soon as I could. But I gave it But time. it's like when you're it's like just you're kept a... chugging and chugging. Here's the thing. All, uh, God, God, when God. You... I said, let me explain this to you in terms you you will understand. Oh, if you this? are a legit thrown shit segment. <laughs> Here's how it works. If you are a legit bank and a cartel comes to you and says we want to launder money, they're going to do what's called a background check. And that's what they do when people like you show up and say, "Hey, I've got all this money, I need to put it to use." Okay? Yeah. They're not just By the way, how much right can away. how much can you put to use by law? 9,000 nine hundred and ninety nine dollars and as long as it's under 10 grand you don't get traced right so yeah, again finally some shady advice here the only reason uh, i'm not going nuts on you right now is because you said i'm a cartel and i think that's fucking cool and i'm okay with that <laughs> I saw hey, just to remind you just remind you the 10 grand rule doesn't apply to tony montana so yes thank you, thank right, you that's right, that's hey, right. i'm not gonna lie to you i'm officially afraid of you because i saw you with those fucking skeletor gloves on this weekend and that's the last thing i want coming at me at any time of the day well, dude i'm sorry man everybody wants to shake hand now and it's like my only phobia now it's like oh, dude, I'm and i'm thankful anyone would come out i gotta be honest with you last I'll, I'll just go over it last night was probably in terms of live performances, probably the greatest night of my comedy career. So I'm you finally got one. I finally have a comedy career. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so uh, I want to thank everybody who came out. A lot of cash daddy people showed up in Chicago. Looked like great crowd. Looked like an awesome crowd. Yeah, I mean, like I sold out a large venue, and then they had yeah. to add another Congrats. show that was like two thirds full. So that show. When I did it, me and Eddie Bravo, the first time I went and wrote up where I realized Tinfall hat, hat was something was great was going on. And then when I got to open up for Joe Rogan in Toronto, those were probably the three greatest like live events for that me. Was so Massey Hall, right? Yeah, Massey Hall yeah. when George St. Pierre was fighting for the first time. So that's right. That was an amazing night last night. And I thank all the all the readers who came out. I love you. A lot of young readers too. A lot of young readers, man. Yes. So uh, very yeah. cool about that. Just so do I me one that. favor. Just do not pull a carotene with those gloves because I don't want to find you in a closet. You choking yourself out with Skeletor fucking, you know, gloves. No. Right? I, I, Put them in the drawer and uh, look at that. Look at I'm that. More, dude, I'm more likely to beat you up because you're staring at my girlfriend, Koba Kai <laughs> style, than fucking hanging myself, whacking off to lady boys in Thailand. Okay. By the way, everybody keeps texting me saying, you look like that little Cobra Kai kid. 
and yeah. I haven't seen it yet, but apparently I got, a one. I got a little one running around it's that there. looks like me. It's there, dude. I need some residual um, checks from that fucking kid. So that was my week. I trimmed again. Uh, the cash daddies are talking. Watch out for April. Don't get stuck holding something. Just, you know, don't be afraid to take a step back with, little, with a little profit or even a tiny bit of loss so that you don't take a bigger loss <laughs> if, the, if the house catches fire. Yeah, and we should address this There's the, uh, because we got a little off track when I was sucking your glove dick. But um, what, what's going on right now is there's a lot of speculation that April, uh, there's a crash coming. Uh, Ray Dalio, who we spoke about last week, he was speaking about being halfway to the bubble that was 1929 uh, and, uh, and another recent crash. And um, my, of course, Michael Burry being the fucking weirdo he is saying, I've seen this all before it's coming. Uh, I was actually curious to get Howie's thoughts on that as well, because I know there is a lot of talk about this. And these are very smart people talking. My personal feeling, tech is going to continue to keep going down consumer reopening plays are going to move with the economy reopening. Uh, that's why I want to, I want to rotate a little bit. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Taking that into account. How I agree with that. Yeah, no, I mean, I think you're going to see exactly what you said. I mean, tech will probably, it, you're going to see lower lows, lower highs. And at some point, I think you'll see some nice capitulation where you see a stock like Tesla hitting 480, maybe a little lower. Uh, uh, the whole NASDAQ at some point is probably going to be, I can't remember what I said earlier, what, 80? You said, said, you said 11, and I, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I do. Uh, I do think it's going to go to like 11.7. Well, if that happens, I'm going to rope if I'm still in tech. So I can't no, afford we'll to get let ready that for it. It's going to happen. Well, get no, out. Like don't rope. <laughs> Can I buy <laughs> stock in ropes? Can I buy stock in ropes? <laughs> Uh, it's, it's, it's like when I worked at, when I worked at uh, Morgan Stanley back in the day, man. Like I say, man, Home Depot used to give me a gift certificate every single Christmas because that's when they sold so much rope for my clients. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get in some ball washing. I got to give the ball washing this week to Little E. Okay, the total G. Hit me up. Uh, was it this morning or yesterday? I can't remember. It was yesterday. And was like, dude. Tripoli, what is this? What is this digital currency? What do you know about it? And what was the name of the currency? Uh, that would be storage. Storage. And I looked it up, man, and I instantly liked what this coin was about. And I'll say it in stupid speak, and then Evan can jump in with a little more technical. But basically, what I love is like this coin powers a, 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 an iCloud where you store stuff. But what makes it very unique is when you store something to this iCloud, it breaks it up and sends it to all these different uh, iClouds to, is that the word I'm looking for? iClouds? Or, or just clouds. Uh, yeah, different clouds. So it breaks up so it's not one place. So it's very hard to hack. And when you want to pull it out, it reassembles it for you and sends it back to you whole. I think that is groundbreaking i think that's great anti-hack technology and again it's like when i look at what i want with my digital currency that's something that's applicable and i like that so i bought some and man it was a great ride i know it went down a tiny bit but it still is way up than went from the moment little e told me about so where are we at on that little e right now we're at 276 but it is so volatile like 
24 hours, it's been from 379 to like right now it's at 280. Um, <clears throat> we're, we're expecting a retracement, but I think I have high hopes for this project. Um, and I do a too. Lot of, a lot of people ha have targets of like 15 plus on this. And I, I really like it again. Uh, I sold, you know, I don't really want to sell any of my digital currency. My rule is hold it till you're a millionaire. But I took some of my coins that were pretty stagnant that weren't really going anywhere. And I, 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 um, basically transferred them into this coin i basically traded them for this coin so i didn't really spend any money i just sold i didn't sell but again i just converted them into this coin and i'm holding a nice piece of it and i bought it low went a little higher and then i bought a nice chunk and a little higher but i have a really good expectations for this coin and i just think it could be one of those that day two for now just explodes again and a little E, great grab on that. Yeah, yeah think, and don't go. Oh, go ahead, E. I think that a, a lot of people are undermining like what this could really do for big corporations. You know, Google, Apple, Microsoft, all that stuff. We're becoming more like privacy reliant. So if that gets going and they invest in this company, I, you can see this coin go up to God knows what. The, the only thing I don't like about this coin is that how many coins are going to make. And that does play into it. But I do honestly believe that it, it its practical use will make it extremely valuable. It's like why like mana that, you know, as that virtual land gets bigger and bigger, we're going to see more and more people needing this coin based on um, wanting to join this community. So I'm very much into that as well. And then the other one, what was the other coin that we were? I got about? it because because I got it because I even prepped a little fucking line for you. Uh, it is time to drop anchor on your tanks because you pulled out another score. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Dave Martell, did you know you were on the number one homoerotic <laughs> investment show on the internet? Congratulations. Oh you're, you're a bear, bud. Well, right, I, feel, I feel right at home. ANKR. <laughs> ANKR was so good. You got half the Discord involved and then people were calling you out saying, Oh, do your due diligence. Triple buys at the top. And then what did you do? You pulled out your balls, threw them in people's faces, and that thing just kept going out. Here's the thing, readers. If you're going to talk shit and you're wrong, we're going to catch you every yeah. fucking time. <laughs> so very careful, all right, talking shit. Uh, yeah, because... some, of you, some of you readers have bruises on your foreheads from, <laughs> Sam's, from Sam's elephant nuts. Just admit who you are. Hey, you are. Sam, thank you. It was a quick 25% gain for me. I'm still holding. I thought about pulling out, but I'm, I'm taking your advice on these altcoins because I don't have time to trade everything. I'm just going to buy and park unless I hear anything from you guys saying, get out. Anchor, so thank you for that score. Anchor's going to the moon. Yeah, it looks good. Oh, and best good. part is we got some fucking ballers in that fucking Discord and Twitter. You know, I think after you tweeted that, I was like, I'm in for 500. And then this guy comes in which is a Python. And he's like, I'll drop 4,500 on that. And I'm like, okay, I'll just be over here. watching." Dude, a lot of people buddy. are talking about me moving markets. And a lot of those people are, are voices in my head. I was, dude, you <laughs> literally <laughs> took the words out of my mouth. It's like, <laughs> I was Jeez, just going to go to the up, head. <laughs> Wow, that was Well, so that was a good week. Again, uh, I'm, you know, 
We're going to go into what our picks are next week. My picks aren't going to be that far off from what we just discussed, but I will push it again. And I think the be- your number one, the cleanest balls, in the- that should be the name. Who had the cleanest balls of the week? I'm going to go with Evan Hand on that one. Cleanest balls of the week this week. Let's go. Uh, guys, I, just, sure. I, I don't think you understand the significance and the beauty of a 16-hour swing. Okay? I understand what you guys are all about with crypto plays and, you know. But here's the thing. I'm in. I'm already out. Money's in my pocket. I've already spent half of it at the club and, and ladies of the night. So until that you cleaning realize, dry clean on your pants. <laughs> until did you, Maria, did Maria get that patch off your kneecap? Okay. The point is until you realize those gains, they ain't gains. And my shit is realized. Okay. Huh? Okay. Cat yeah. me outside. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so, Neff, yeah. Yeah. Neff, you know, it's not realized. There's a minute 30 to go in the half, and USC is up uh, 15 points. That's right, Little Lee. Let's go. Dude, that coach is amazing for USC. I thought UCLA messed up at the time with going Steve Lavin. Should have gone with that guy. But I like UCLA's coach right now, too. Like, a nice grit. You could see two LA teams in the final four if things go go their way. We're getting sideways and sidetracked. There's two things that just happened. I dropped the pun slash possible catchphrase of the show of all time. And I think it went over. Hold on. Hold on, dude. I have a real problem with you calling this as something. (laughs) That's like giving yourself your own nickname. You don't do that. Okay. Okay, Someone else has to call. What is, we have to go, Whoa, look at that shot. That might be the greatest. Or as when Howie does it, we go the worst of the worst. Okay. What I'm saying is it was so over your head. I don't think you heard what I said. No, 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 no. I, I am just a comedy snob and didn't find that well done. Did you even hear what I said? Well, I did, but then it goes back. What did I say? Run it back. What what am I court stenographer? I said, (laughs) cat meow side. How about that? Okay, that's what I thought. You did. That's even worse than the first time. No, you didn't hear it. Imagine, dude, you're like the guy, Neff, who sets fire to a house and then comes and watches (laughs) as the cops show up and try to put it out. That's what that was. Okay, you committed a crime and then you came back and asked us all to watch. So underrated. I I, I wonder if my friend Dave Martell will ever take my calls again after this episode. Uh, no, he may take I'm, feeling right at home. I'm feeling right at home here. I'm, I'm on the, listen, I'm on the set of uh, deliverance too. I just, uh, some guy, I'm not saying it's bad, but some guy just uh, rolled around with a banjo, wanted to serenade me. Dude. I love that. And you look redneck as fuck, by the way, <laughs> by the way, uh, total Jew. One of my favorite Jews in the world, Dave Martell looking full on deliverance. I, What's I love it. The, what happened to my anonymity? Yeah. There we- <laughs> And, and of course, the, my, to pop my cherry of being on a podcast, uh, Sam, my good friend, my Lebanese brother, would have to <laughs> invite me, yes, I am a Jew, on one of the most prestigious religious Jewish holidays of Passover, where oh, right dang, now, I'm sorry. Right I'm now sorry. they're all doing a Seder. No, 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 it's okay. My mother's practiced uh, giving me a lot of Jewish uh, guilt for a long time. Brian, uh, but, but here, listen, Dave, I don't see any of your... 
on any of your holiday hats that you guys use or decorative lights. So I didn't know it was a very <laughs> special holiday. But uh, so I, don't see, wait, wait. I don't I don't see any bowls with eggs and vinegar. So let's do you have all that stuff out? It's all good. But listen, I just want to get back to Sam's background. Is Tripoli, isn't that like a name? Like, isn't that where Gaddafi was from? Yeah, I'm just curious. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Lebanon, but I am Armenian, brother. My last name is uh, uh, Tripoli, which is Italian. Dave, are you going to put uh, goat's blood around the door of your trailer before you go to bed tonight? No, I'm not redemption uh, worthy. <laughs> you know? Dave, I'm let's get like, into this, Dave. Take me now. Take me now. David, you're one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet in the world. And I'm going to be honest with you, man. I, I wanted, I've been wanting to have you on for a while because we wanted to talk a little precious metals. It's a big thing going on now. It's one of the different types of investments you can make in, uh, in terms of uh, diversifying yep. your investments, right? Yep. So uh, let's get into this, Dave. When I was going to make a gold, someone said, call Dave. I was like, hey, man, am I paying too much for this gold? Someone said, call Dave. Uh, Martel, he knows a lot about gold. I go, okay, I'll call Dave. And I'm like, Dave, I'm thinking about making a purchase and you helped me through it. So I appreciate that. So that's why I wanted to bring you on for our readers who might want to invest in something other than stocks or, or cryptocurrency and want to get in some precious metals. So Dave, what is your history with precious metals? Where did the story start? Well, let me, yeah, let me give you a little, just a little background because, uh, you know, I don't have a license. You don't need a license to sell gold. It's a, it's a stored asset. It's retail. You can sell it over the counter. Um, and, uh, but my background, it's kind of interesting that, you know, I'm a salesman at the end of the day, I'm a salesman. And, um, you know, I'll just say this, that, uh, my first bad business decision in life was not getting bar mitzvah. I had no idea. I had six months ago, didn't know there was money at the end of the Jewish rainbow. So I would, that would, that would start a litany of bad business decisions. You know, being in fear, not buying the $389,000 duplex, my first opportunity to buy right off of Abbott Kenny in Venice, now worth $2 million. So the woulda, coulda, shoulda game uh, will always fuck me. And so I want to impart something. You know, we're having a lot of good times out here, but I think, you know, a lot of people learn from the wisdom of, of, of uh, people's mistakes. I think it's so important to learn that, what's working, what's not working. And so, you know, uh, but I'm a salesman at the end of the day. I've, go way back. I was on the road with my dad. He was a, a pitch man. He sold affairs and home shows. And they sold, uh, that was the birth of the infomercial business. Um, I got out of the military uh, and uh, worked consumer electronics retail for a little bit. And then I started working for William J. O'Neill. <clears throat> and I forgot to tell, talk about this with you, Sam, that you, that's perfect for your, your uh, listeners. He wrote a book called How to Make Money in Stocks. Matter of fact, I was joking about the backwoods here of uh, 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 Alabama. But that's where he was from. He was from that area. And I think in the 50s or 60s, he would go around and he would get people to sign up with him and, and he would invest with them. And that's how he made his money. Look him up. He owns Investors Business Daily. He wrote a book we, called How to Make Money in Stocks. Very well. Oh, you do? Yeah. Good. Oh, yeah. yeah we so he, actually discussed him last week. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Yeah. So I worked for him for five years. He was my boss. He was a great guy. And uh, I sold his subscription, right? His subscription to the paper, the, the, uh, the paper version, and then it kind of went digital. Um, and what I learned there, and again, don't have a lot of uh, uh, experience in that area. There he goes, there he is, great guy, son too. And uh, yeah, so one of the things I learned was about the uh, uh, 
the eight, I think it's an $8 rule. Like anything under $8 is like a penny stock. It's volatile, it could be risky. So don't put all the eggs in one basket and that basket, diversification is key. Um, the cup and handle theory. So I learned a lot about that, you know, that, that's all stock market and paper trading. You know, again, I wouldn't know a put from a call, you know, you know, might know what a call girl is, but not what a put on a call is. You know You're on saying? the right I, show then. Perfect. Of course, we have of no course. clue of anything and we love hookers. Yeah. Well, I'll just say I was in the military. A lot of people uh, said you were in the military. I said, yep. And they asked me if I saw any action. And I said, yes, the red light district in Frankfurt, depending on uh, how the wallet was stacked. But Dave, quick question. Yes, real sir. Quick. Lady boys, do they make you gay? Well, in Germany, it's a little different. Not where uh, your people are from. Asia, that's a little different. You would <laughs> Thank know better you, than Dave. anybody. Right. Thank you. That's Thank all right. You. All right. Anyways, um, so, and I mean that with love, of course. By the way, this is uh, the COVID Hasidic. COVID Hasidic look. I've been wearing it now for over a year. Some people are giving me the Fidel Castro, but <laughs> it's uh, Passover. So I'm going to go with Moses. Moses are... Uh, you know, and, and 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 can I can I throw in one of my favorite jokes? Uh, you know, this Dave, is like this is top five. Yeah, we need one good one today. So yeah. so, and this yeah. is about business. This is a business cat, joke. Cat me outside. I mean, no, we, we're, cat, we're reeling at this point. Cat, this is a business cat, joke. Business cat, joke. Cat, so this, this teacher, this teacher says to this teacher says to the class, and she's a good Catholic Christian girl, and she says to the class, she, you know, she asks the students, who's the most influential person in all of history? And whoever gets it right gets a five dollar bill. You know, it gets five dollars. That's the prize. And uh, all of a sudden, this uh, kid in the back, you know, little Moshe, right? Rabinowitz got his hand up immediately. Ooh, I got the answer. I got the answer. She kind of avoids him and goes to little. Little Irish Johnny and says, uh, who, who's the answer? What's the answer? Who's the most influential person in all history? Johnny says it was uh, Abraham Lincoln. He freed the slaves. And she says, great answer, not what I was looking for. And then uh, she goes over to uh, this other boy, ignoring Moshe, of course, Mario, little Italian boy. He says, well, it's George Washington. He uh, never told the lie. She says, great answer, not who I'm looking for. Who was the most influential all, all of history? Most, uh, and so she goes to the guy in the back, little Moshe Rabinowitz, and he says, I know the answer. She says, okay, what is it, Moshe? He says, Jesus Christ. And she says, that's absolutely correct. Come on up and get your $5. And he goes out to recess, and he's sitting there, you know, looking at his money and stuff, counting it, savoring the win. And the little Jewish boys go up to him and surround him and said, hey, what gives, Jesus Christ? And little Moshe says, hey, listen, you and I all know Moses, Moshe Rabbeinu, our father, teacher, was the most influential person of all of history. But he pulls out the cash and he says, but business is business. So always remember, business is business. You guys, it's the wrong crowd. Okay, hold um, on. Was that the punchline, Dave? That was it, the punchline. Dave, I miss, I miss cat me outside that's how well, it's, it's you know it's a joke from 30 years ago it's, it's a joke from 30 years ago it's well over three minutes obviously and you guys have the attention spans of gnats in the add section dave, they're all, dave, they're all dave, withdrawing from ritalin dave, so let's get the gold whenever you're ready dave my bad i'm not gonna lie to you i was t i just had the half timeline pop up on oregon and I had I didn't want to interrupt your story, so I was pretending like I was listening to it. Meanwhile, I was placing a two hundred dollar bet on Howie. 
so I can chase the yes. action on Oregon. And I. By the way, you're, you you at Oregon, right? Yeah, I'm taking Oregon in the three and a half. All right, here we go. I'm, lay, I'm laying three and a half. Give me that bonus. Hang on, I'm taking notes. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. Note to self: keep jokes under thirty seconds for millennials. Yeah. Okay. Dave, there we go. where is that trailer park? The Catskills? No. Little Zoomer, little Zoom fun. I have a lot of backgrounds here. But listen, <laughs> you know, the, the fact is, is that, yeah, so after Investors Business Daily, I got into gold. I was selling gold retail over the phone. I was like a stockbroker, but instead of selling paper assets, which you need a, um, a license to do, it's a, a, a Security Exchange Commission license, and you don't need a license, right? So you're a retail guy, but it's basically a phone room. It's a sales, phone sales. And that's how most of it's done today. Um, so you were selling commodities. You're basically selling commodities, which you don't I was, need to like. Yeah, I was selling gold, physical gold and silver uh, coins and bars. Yep. Pre the precious metals, if you look them up, I think there's five. Basically, it's gold, silver, platinum, right. palladium, and rhodium. You know, and it's a store. Rhodium. Asset. What is rhodium? It's a, it's a, it's a precious metal. It's precious. You know. Yeah. Rhodium. There's a. Yeah, no, no, no. It's, you know, it's interesting. I was listening to watching Strange Inheritance. This guy was uh, had this these amazing uh, this amazing furniture, you know, with this wood. And they had a trivia question: What's where's the most expensive wood? It's in Asia, your country, there, Sam, your people, yes. and my, it's, my uh, continent, Dave. My yeah, continent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's uh, but you're responsible. You take part in all of it. It's a big continent, I know. Yeah. But the, the the most expensive. It's in Asia somewhere. It's thirteen thousand dollars a pound. This wood, like you know. So there's commodities everywhere. It's in precious commodities, but with the precious metals, gold and silver, basically what we did was we either sold it for cash, people would sell, give, send cash, and then they would get the gold and silver, or they would have it and put it in an IRA. An IRA, the 1997 Taxpayers Relief Act, allowed and opened the doors to put what's called tangible assets, right? Stored assets. You talked about REITs earlier, things like that. Um, stored assets in there. You could put, you could put the, the crypto in there now, all that stuff. But let me tell you, don't go where you don't know, right? Because you can pay super high fees and commissions in the gold, silver, whatever, uh, you know, fees on uh, the, the other one too, the, um, the crypto. So the fact is, is that do your homework, do your homework um, uh, when it comes to doing, buying gold and silver. And that's what Sam, I, it's what you and I talked about, right? Uh, you know, yeah, about, well, I about was, spreads uh... and commissions. I was buying uh, gold off an Armenian because I wanted to keep it in the community. Whoa. <laughs> right? I wanted Whoa. to keep it in the community. <laughs> so I call up Dave. I'm like, Dave, I got a gold question for oh, you. Well, of course, he always he calls the Jew, right? Yeah. That, what's, what's, what's not racist about that? Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm there you go, Dave. Listen, I'm calling you about gold, not because you're Jewish. I told him. I understand. Somebody, somebody told me, call Dave Martell. And he know he sells gold. So I call him <coughs> and Dave, this is what I want to get into. Yes. Um, where would we start if someone wanted to buy some physical gold? Where would where should they start? Like, I mean, is it gold that they want to because I know there's places where you can buy gold and they'll store it for you. Right. Uh, you can buy the gold, bring it to your house, bury it in the backyard. Like, what is your suggestion? Well, and oh, by yeah. the way, I, I by the way, I've had some interesting stories. I I uh, did a deal with a, a client that had a million dollars of silver built, uh, uh, buried under the house. And there was, was going to be a remodel then, and that needed to get dug out. I know people that uh, have, uh, you know, that live, <laughs> that own these kinds of rural places. I mean, they 
bury it in the backyard, survey control points. There's, you can, it's all doomsday prepping kind of stuff. You got that kind of stuff going on. But uh, a, lot, a lot of clientele is conservative. Uh, a lot of it's fear-driven, um, but it's a stored asset. It, it really, for what I understand, it's really just a hedge. It's a hedge against inflation. It goes directly against the dollar. Gold does. Um, but you know, you can you can do well with it. Again, it's just it should be just a portion of your portfolio. It's again diversification, diversification, yeah. diversification. You know, don't Dave, go where you don't know. Dave, do you do a lot? Of, did you do a lot of bullion? Yeah, I mean, bullion uh, was not a big money maker. I mean, some people make money on it, you know, depending on the spreads and commissions. But yeah, so let me give you a, a little education on that. Bullion does not necessarily mean it's a bar, okay? Right? And it, it can be a coin as well, right? And the coin is, you know, essentially, it, it's just a, a content uh, holder for the bullion, right? For the gold. There are coins that have what's called numismatic value, outside added value. And that is basically you're playing in kind of a different market, the rarity market. Give an example. Uh, I have a friend uh, who's really big in the rare coin business, right? Out of Miami. It's one of the biggest in the world. He brokered a coin that was one-tenth of an ounce. Now, right now, gold at the time, gold was at maybe $1,400. That's $140. Tenth of an ounce, that's $140 based on spot price. Spot price, melt price is kind of the basis price, right? That's how they sell the SLV, the GLD, the yeah. ETFs, all that's based on a Quick question, Dave. Price. When you yes, talk sir. about that, are you talking 24 karat? Are you talking 18 karat? Can you dumb it down for us people? That Absolutely. Don't yeah. Great question. 24 karat is the basis for what's called a spot price. Okay. So that is the top carrot, of course. Um, I had, a, I had a, a woman that wanted to sell jewelry because she bought it as an investment. One of the worst things you could do. She never talked to anybody. 10 karat, 14 karat, don't get into that at all. It's all 24 karat spot price, but there is a 22, like a, a gold American Eagle is 22 karat, right? People think it's actually less valuable than a 24 karat one ounce maple leaf. They're both one ounce, but it's the filler, the silver and the copper, right? Is there's more in the 22 karat. Therefore, the mixture is therefore 22 karat of the coin, but the coin is actually bigger and it melts to one ounce of gold, just like the maple leaf that's 24 karat. They both melt to one ounce of gold, right? But I still buy the, the, the American Eagle, you know, over the maple leaf because uh, you get some certain tax benefits the government gives you on- Because you it's a the, collectible? No, because it's a, it's a bullion and it's a, a coin that um, you could sell and they will not require you to uh, give up your social and, and do a- um, uh, uh, paperwork, you know, and, and that goes back to the $10,000 rule, Howie, that we talked about before, right? So this all plays in the same family, you know, if you're selling gold too. Um, yeah, it's, it's very interesting, you know, uh, so, but, so that's bullion. So, so yeah, my friend, he brokered a 10 ounce gold coin. 10 ounce is actually a hundred at the time when it was $1,400 an ounce, $140. Now, what is it? It's 1700. It went up to 21, I think, or 2000. It broke the, yeah. the high. So 10,000 will be $200. Now he brokered this coin for 1.1 million on auction. Now I said, so I said, I said, why would somebody buy a $1.1 million 10,000 gold coin? He says, because it's the only one in existence. All right. Now that's the extreme. Oh. See, it's a, it's a rarity. Now, if yeah. a second one pops up, if a second one pops up, the guy that paid 1.1 just got fucked. Because if the, once the second one pops up, it devalues 
you're no longer the only one in the world. Now there's a second one. So that's the rarity factor. So therefore, when you're buying coins, right? And uh, let's say they're certified and graded, and I could talk about that for a second. Again, that's getting into collectibles. But uh, the, the, it's about population and it's about content. It's about how many coins are there on the planet that are known, right? Because great grandma still got, you know, she's, she's pushing what, 100? And who knows what's uh, under her basement? You get what I'm saying? And that ship gets popped up, you know, when she, you know, kicks the bucket and uh, then it goes to Strange Inheritance, which is a yeah, great show, man. by the way. Grandma I'm kind of, I'm coins kind of are the best. The best. <laughs> Strange inheritance is definitely on brand for you. And I mean that as a compliment. Thank I got you. a question um, sure. because this is a question that's all, uh, commonly asked. And I think a lot of readers would appreciate it. Um, can you explain the ratio of gold to silver in existence? I think it's like 75 yeah. to one or something like that. And then yeah, my calculator. And then correlation yeah. between prices because they've ne they don't match. And I would like to get a little bit more information as to why, uh, if right. you wouldn't, wouldn't mind. Well, you have to go back to 1933 when um, uh, a $20 gold piece was like a $20 bill, right? And so, uh, you know, today a $20 gold piece, uh, you know, a $20 bill or $20 gold piece will buy you a, a really nice suit, right? That's two grand, whatever, let's say 2,500, three grand, uh, but a $20 bill, uh, won't even pay for dry cleaning, right? You know what I mean? So, so you get you get you get how that works, right? So, so in 1933, look it up. Uh, FDR Franklin Delano Roosevelt uh, took uh, he took us off the gold standard, and what it did is uh, it made gold. It went from twenty dollars an ounce. I think it went to thirty three, if I'm not mistaken. It kind of jumped it, and it held at that point until 1971. Okay, not an expert in this area, but it, it, I'm a pretty accurate. Uh, Nixon took us fully off the gold standard, right? 1971, you got something there? Good. Yeah. So 1971, and what that did is, is I guess it became free trade. Gold became free trade. And then that's when it started, you know, being bought and sold. Um, but um, so the ratio of silver, a silver dollar back then, right? The ratio was 16 to one, right? It was a 16 to one. It did change a little bit from 1933 to 71. But what happened was once gold started to move, right? Like gold was the big brother to little brother silver. They were always tied at the hip, but the umbilical cord between the two was cut in 1971. And then with Nixon, and so then it was able to have free reign. And I guess the Hunt brothers in the eighties, they tried to run up on silver Right? They tried to buy it all. They tried yeah. to buy all the By silver. the way, I've always wondered why that isn't a movie yet. I think that would be a fascinating movie. Yeah. Dude, and I they love were the big short. short. I agree with you, Chris. Yeah. Maybe yeah, I, we should I love write the, the script. So let's say gold is, uh, what is it at now? Uh, let's just hypothetical. It's 1800. I think it's a little lower than that. And divide that out by uh, silver, which is what, 26. So that's 69 to 1, right? That's a big, big difference between. 16 to one. And so it makes gold a little bit more stable and silver could be a, a bit more volatile and risky. And, you know, I, listen, I'm playing the woulda, coulda, shoulda game. I could have dropped some nice, you know, coin on, on, on $12 an ounce, 13 an ounce on, on silver, uh, gold 1200. But again, it's, uh, that's the thing. It's, uh, I don't know if you guys like poker. I like playing poker. And, and the thing is, if I'm emotionally, 
attached to my chips, I'm fucked. Against my religion. You know, and, and that's why guys that are understand. poker players get staked. Uh, it's kind of like a stockbroker, right? They're not emotionally yeah. attached and there's a little bit. So that's, again, I, I caution, throw caution to the wind when you're trying to do this on your own. But well, uh, one but, real quick you know, thing I want to say, Dan, yeah, a physical, is also there's physical gold and silver. There's bullion, which is traded pretty much close to the spot price, although the premiums are really high now because of COVID uh, pricing. What happened last year after the stock market just dropped, and then of course I didn't double up on my whole portfolio. That that should have been something I'd done. But anyways, uh, having said that. The, the premiums just shot through the roof because they were running out of gold and silver scarcity, right? Rarity. Yes. And that's yes. on bullion too, which is normally mass produced, you know, in, in the multi-millions. Um, give an example, a silver American Eagle. I think I have one in my pocket here somewhere. Of course you oh, do. Yes. What is this? A magic this is a trick? silver American Eagle. <laughs> Can you put it behind your ear? It's an I have a guy that is a coin cutter. He, he actually cut out uh, Lady Liberty, it's great. Nice. Um, anyways, the Silver American Eagle, um, they usually mint those in the multi millions, and those trade with the spot price. There is a nice premium on it, but uh, there was a there was one year I think that they only did a hundred thousand of those eagles, and what that did is it became a rarity, and if you own those eagles, right, those Silver American Eagles. They're worth a hundred dollars a piece instead of twenty dollars a piece, if that makes sense. So you guys understand the rarity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dan, be- real quick, a couple things. So I got I got a lot of shit from the other guys on the show about I was talking about these Kennedy silver dollars and how much they might be worth. I obviously said they were worth a little bit more than they are, which was like ten thousand dollars a. Uh, a dollar, but that's not true. But they are worth about seven hundred dollars, and it's based on. If under like the eagle's leg, there's like an RT or a KT. Right. Those are different mints. Yeah. So if you have a, oh, that's New Orleans. That's real rare. If you get that or San Francisco, those are. I have cool. one, Dave. Okay. That's given to me solid. By a swarm. The swarm is my, my tinfoil hat podcast. Listen, came up, gave me some Kennedy dollars. And, Aren't uh, they half dollars? Yeah, they're half dollars. Kennedy are half okay. dollars. Uh, I just in- I just don't want anybody getting confused and somebody trying to find a Kennedy dollar that doesn't exist that Sam thinks he owns. Right. I own whatever it is, half dollar, dollar, <laughs> whatever that coin is, it's dog. A 50 cent piece. He's yeah. Yeah. I got well, 50 cent. I got 50 cent. You wear your brim like 50 cent. Asian, I, yeah, <laughs> Asians love half dollars, and Sam is a testament to that. By the Thank way, Sam, you, David. My no, I love team. you, Sam. And Stop you know Asian what, Sam? You know, this, no, it's okay. Listen, all of this, uh, uh, you know, uh, non-political correct talk, Sam never has to worry about being canceled by the cancel culture. When you have low ratings, you never have to worry about that. Oh, snap! <laughs> oh, that's bad. How about that? <laughs> hey, but... But no, not, not, I'll always say, I'll get inside that. Uh, now that's yeah, a joke. Mission. Now that's a joke. <laughs> we got one. This, so this Dave, part... real quick. Yes, can sir, I say something ahead. real quick? Um, also, the reason why gold has a different price than silver is because basically everything comes down to labor. How much is the labor? How much you get paid for your job is the labor. 
right? A minimum wage job is specific. minimum labor, right? I get it. Be specific. I'm not getting what you're saying. So, so the point, what I'm trying to say is a big reason why gold is more expensive than silver is because the amount of labor it takes to labor gold versus labor, the mine gold versus oh, silver. Great. Is- yeah. Great question. So, so it's interesting that you say that, um, and I'm going to do a flip side of that coin, pun intended, that um, I thought, and I think that, and they say that the amount of gold on the entire planet, you could put in like one and a half Olympic size swimming pools. Look it up. Yeah, it's, it's like a fifth of the Washington Monument that, you yeah, know. It's, yep. and, it's, but that, and that's what we know about. Right. You know, and so it's a rarity factor, Sam. I think it's a rarity factor is why gold is that price what it is. Now, what I don't understand and, and it's a, is that you can mint as much gold on paper, I guess, as you want, right? Or is there a fixed amount of shares? Because that throws in a whole, the paper gold and paper silver, that throws in a whole different equation in terms of how it relates to the price. But that's a separate question. But I want to get back to what you're saying. So I think the reason is, is, is because there is just so much more silver that's available. And it's always been a much more precious metal, gold has been, of a commodity. Now, the flip side of that coin is what's interesting, manufacturer labor, I thought you were talking about how much it costs to make a coin. The premium on a silver American Eagle right now is like eight bucks, right? Like what I could pay for it. (laughs) But most people are paying 10, 12, 14, whatever. People will pay whatever they can get. So I just tell everybody, throw caution to the wind shop your prices. And if you're going to buy a unique coin that a company is selling, right, it may not be so special as you think it is, right? So, uh, because some coins, uh, companies will sell coins that are exclusive just to them, so they can't be shopped. And then they can get big margins like 30, 40, 50%. So the fact is, is that a Silver American Eagle, let's say it's $10 an ounce you pay over and it's uh, $20, uh, uh, 25. So you're paying 35 for that Silver Eagle. That's $10 a coin. Look at the percentage of the premium. Now, to buy it back, you could probably sell it for seven or six dollars over. So you're still getting a premium, which is fine, but it's a hefty premium. And it premium co- is basically what the guy selling to you—that's his cut, right? Well, yeah. So the U.S. Mint has to charge a certain amount to the wholesaler, and the wholesaler sells it to another wholesaler, and it's, you know, yada yada yada. That's that's the thing is you want to get close to uh, the wholesaler as possible, right? Um, you know, when you buy retail gold, let the buyer beware, right? Again, price shop, price shop, Google search, do all your diligence. Where's the best place? That's what what I really want to get into. Where is the best place to price shop? David, there was a, is we're on the internet. Can we give out your private number to everybody so they can call you? Dave, what are we doing here? I'm, I'm open. You know what? I'm open to be of service, right? To your Friends, family, and your fans, your millennials, your homoerotic people. I don't care who they are. <laughs> I mean, if they want to bring their band and serenade me, I'm open to that. Dude, you, no, this show's about gay dollars, Dave. No, all no, about gay dollars. But all kidding aside, no, if, if somebody wants to run a deal by me or whatever and, and needs some advice, just like I did for you, um, I'm not going to give the number out publicly here, but they can message one of, one of you guys. We'll put Sam. your email in the in the uh, description of this episode. You can email Dave. Yeah. You can email oh, if you, questions I, if you're ladies. I, but naked pick here, here, I want. I just want to bookend so that Silver Eagle has a huge premium because 
it costs the same amount to manufacture a, a Silver Eagle, which is only 25 an ounce, right? Spot. It costs the same amount to manufacture a Gold Eagle, right? Which one ounce, which is essentially, what is it? 17.50 in spot right now. And I think they're getting 100 over that. So if it's 100 or 150 over, that's 10% of the price versus 30%. Do you guys understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It's actually more expensive to yeah. manufacture the, the, the silver coin. So they charge a higher, they get a higher premium on that over spot. Okay, now that um, he took off, we can ask some questions. Um, Finally, some intelligence. Yeah, there right? Yeah. Um, so correct me if I'm wrong, but the correlation is obviously 75, 80 to one gold, silver, but they don't trade. Um, uh, in those same ratios. And to my knowledge, from my limited understanding of, of precious metals, that's also because silver has a degradation quality and, um, you know, there's, there's diminishing returns on it because- Degradation quality, high school dropout. You see the trailer behind you, please? Yeah, yeah for our uneducated oh, listeners. Just, just that, um, that, that it does, it's not as stable and erodes as opposed to gold, meaning it decomposes. That, to my knowledge, was why uh, the ratio isn't the same as it should hmm. be. Never heard uh, that. Yeah, okay. that, that could be it. That could be I, it. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if that's true. I've just been told that in the past. And then secondly, um, are you pro physically holding or are you fine buying, you know, SLV or PSLV on exchanges? What is your take on that? Because most of our listeners yeah. aren't going aren't gonna to pull pawn shop Johnny over here and go buy scorpion encrusted gold coins. Yeah. Right, right. And and again, you know, when it comes to buying coins and bars, you know, really, you got to do some a little bit of due diligence. Uh, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors out there. Uh, if they're if someone's advertising on television, let's just get this right out of the way. Uh, Sam's you're in. Gonna, yeah, you're going to pay for what? If someone's advertising on television, Sam's in, especially if it's got Trump's face on it and it's a yeah, limited edition. You're, and Sam will pay for that commercial. He will pay for that commercial too. That's the whole point. So if you're if you're buying gold from a company that advertises and has a spokesman, high paid celebrity spokesman, then you know it's uh, you know there was a there was a company. Uh, am I allowed to mention names? I don't even know. You know, of course. I'll just say there was a big company out here in Los Angeles, and they were in a class action uh, lawsuit. They got some issues, and um, uh, they had high paid celebrity spokesmen, and they're all and by the way, all right wing conservative, you know, because that's their market and target base, you know, the physical gold. And I'll get back to your original question, Chris, in a second. But a um, little story here that uh, Anthony Weiner, congressman who exposed himself, right? Literally, figuratively. He, Pedophile. Where's that laptop? <laughs> so he, he actually ruffled the feathers of this company, right? Because he mentioned them by name. He was on the steps of Capitol Hill with a chart. And uh, at the time, uh, there was a high-paid celebrity, conservative spokesman, very famous guy. Again, not going to mention names. I don't know if it's like- No, you any... can. You can. Yeah, I know. But I just, I don't want to, you know, I just want to keep it in general for now. But I'll okay. tell you, I'll fill in the blanks later if somebody wants to know. But the fact is, is that I think what happened was, is that when he uh, exposed this company and he, and they said to him, uh, he says, I'm looking out for my constituents. Oh, Mr. Weiner. Which one of your constituents in your media elite, liberal New York, Manhattan neighborhood is listening to Fox News? Fucking none of them. That was disingenuous. Now, he was right, though, because he exposed there was some, uh, uh, you know, let's say, you know, uh, 
inappropriate stuff going on with the selling of these coins. They were proposed as, as, as collectibles, but they really weren't. And so he's going after the company. He actually was, was correct in his assessment, but he was doing it not for the reason that he was, he was explaining. And I, I believe that that's how Wiener got exposed. They, they Twitter fished him and they, he was a Twitter sex fished him? Twitter fished. Oh, Twitter fished him fished. like a fishing yeah. scene. Fishing, yeah. And so it's an interesting story. I, I believe that's my hypothesis and theory that that's, you know, and he was married to Uma Abedin. Right, and who's yeah. the right hand woman? To, I mean, there's uh, a lot more to that, Dave. But that's a different podcast. It's an interesting story. But, but here's what we got a different up. podcast. Look, okay. here's what we got to bring up right now. This is yeah. the main thing, and nobody's addressed this because I'm going to get a hundred emails tomorrow, and they're going to say, "Why would I buy gold?" That's going to be the big question. Hedge on inflation. It's a diversified course. Yes. It's a it, short asset. It's yes. a long-term hold. So that goes back to Chris's question: paper, gold, or silver? Physical. Gold or silver or precious metals. Physical gold and silver, um, you're going to pay a higher fee in commission, even if you get it the best price, right? You pay a little bit more, but you're doing it because you're going to physically hold it and you're going to hold it for a long-term hold. It's a long-term hold, right? So the fact is, if you're going to want to get in and out and you want to be liquid, then go for your paper, right? Another reason that people like the... Uh, physical is they like the privacy. Okay. Now I'm going to be very careful here because uncle Sam likes to listen to your guys' show, right? Don't want to get myself in trouble. So remember we were talking about the $10,000 rule, right? So uh, if you, if you deposit 10,000 or more in cash uh, or take out $10,000 more in cash from a bank, you got to fill out a, uh, a 10, was it a 1030, whatever. Yeah, the American form. Patriot Act thing, yeah. That's right, that's right. So you got to fill this form out. By the way, if you went and uh, bought a car and you gave them a deposit of $11,000 cash, same thing, right? Same Anything. thing with the cash. Yeah, Anything. exact same thing. But let's not forget, some people use it as like puss bait and like to swim around in it like Scrooge McDuck. Okay, it's just, all no. right. <laughs> they we do. Just all of our lady readers, okay. Oh, I'm oh, just puss saying. Bait. Puss bait. <laughs> yeah, puss bait. So, it's like, you want to come over and look- me outside, puss bait? <laughs> it's like, they're like, hey, I'm just saying, I know people that use it that are like, hey, you want to go see my fucking gold room? And fuck it. Hey, hey, people hey, do use it. So hey, Matt, do you have to do you have to uh, saw down your your calluses on your knuckles when you drag them when you walk around? Okay, <laughs> this twenty twenty one. We don't say puss bait on the show. All right. So if I bought back to what bought, Dave's talking about, this is the yes. main thing. Let me give you an example. Can I can I give you an example? I'm yeah, but you... before before we gotta say I, I gotta get to the main point. We keep skipping it. Yeah. Why do you buy gold? You're talking about diversification. You go back to modern portfolio, portfolio theory. We used to put, we, we used to tell people always keep five to seven percent of your whole portfolio in gold. Now people are going to say why. Here's the reason why. Because the last eight years we've seen no inflation, none. If you own gold for the last eight years, it hasn't moved a whole hell of a lot. But when interest rates start to go up, in stock, in the stock market takes a beating. What goes up, Dave? It's insurance. Yeah. yeah it, it, it's insurance. It, it, gold, gold goes up. That's why you want to own a little bit. Yeah, it's it's insurance. It's 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 why you need diversification because, like, you know, my, listen, I, I, I'm not a savvy investor. Trust me. I, I watch my mom's portfolio. By the way, you need to get my 83-year-old mother on here. 
she is a whiz with a stock. She could take five grand and turn it into two fifty. I'm not kidding. Dude, when can your mom be on the show, bro? The problem is, here's the problem, and I'm and I'm getting. Who should be offended when Chris talks about puss bait? So <laughs> I was just gonna say the, the problem is my puss bait takes mom if that's what it takes to get some gains in the stock market. Oh. The Sorry. problem is, is that mom, mom lost her life savings probably three or four times in the stock market because she's like the little old lady at the blackjack table. She knows how to stack up the chips, but she gives it all back. You know, she's in she the She doesn't fang. get out. They, she doesn't get out. She's in the fang. She's in the fang, the Facebook, the Apple, the Netflix, uh, and the, and the uh, Google, right? The fang. She likes the action. She likes the action. All the action. Oh, she's, she comes from Gamma. She's Mama the racehorse. Mama knows that how to bet. But the fact is, is, is that, there we go. The fact is, is that it's important to be diversified, right? And, and yeah. I would always tell my, my mom and say, hey, I just made 50 grand. Ma, did you sell? Okay, then you made it on paper. You haven't made 50. Right. That's the site. It's all psychological. So the right. fact is, is that, you know, I was talking to my friend about crypto. You know, he's like, have you, you know, but you haven't pulled out. And I don't understand that I haven't gone there yet. That's a whole different subject. But if you're going to do gold and silver, Kate's mom does not pull out. Oh, at least that one time, I'm an only child. <laughs> that pull out was just hanging in there just for 15 <laughs> seconds, waiting for somebody Dave, to jump Dave, on. Dave, real it. quick, real quick. Also, man, there's Definitely a- You're talking about my mother on Passover, Sam. You're such, it's Dave, we love your mom. We, we, right. we, we tried to get her on the show. She wasn't available, so we settled for you, okay? So the big thing I want to talk about is gold also has yeah. a- uh, a practical use for this zombie apocalypse. A Let's lot of be people. honest here. Okay, a lot of people. I've had so many stories. I there goes lady. all of our intelligent readers. I Dude, I'm, I'm, you know, I might as well take a shit right in this chair right now. By the way, I guys, a little... the zombie apocalypse is a real possibility. There's so many people that buy based on fear, obviously, right? And uh, they buy it for doomsday prepping. They feel that the economy is going to collapse, the government's going to collapse, and they're, they want they want something. So yeah, I get that they they have that. I have I have some half dollars too. I keep it in the safety deposit box, whatever. But it's it's like okay, fine. Who knows? Maybe you never know. I heard a story that uh, when Katrina hit, that nobody had cash and people were trading and they were using coins, you know, gold coins or silver coins to to barter and trade with. And bartering and trading has been. And by the way, our 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 currency. That's all it is. It's a bartering system, right? That's what our gold coin was. It was like a $20 gold piece and you would get yeah. yourself some hay, right? Or your horse. Uh, but the fact is, is that, yeah, you want to, if you're going to buy the physical gold and silver, it's a stored asset. It's a hedge on inflation. Uh, yeah. You know, it's, it's essentially a small fraction of your portfolio and it's yeah. a long-term hold for the physical aspects of it. Um, if, if you're going to do it to trade and you want to get out and be more liquid and do it uh, sooner, then do it uh, on paper. But again, some people do it because of the privacy. If you, if I, you know, want to sell twenty five thousand, right? In like, let's say, uh, or twenty thousand, I believe is the number of, let's say, gold American eagles, and I paid fourteen hundred dollars for it, and now I can sell them, let's say, for eighteen hundred. I don't have to give up. They're not going to ask me for my social. They're not going to fill out a form because it's considered a private transaction. If you sell collectibles, right? Same thing, collectible coins, coins that are numismatic. Again, you can do it on a, on the, on a, a private transaction. They're not gonna request your social. So a lot of people buy it for that reason 
they want to convert their shrinking American dollar for appreciating, inflating gold and silver, and they want to be private and kind of off the grid, off the radar, if that makes sense. All right, Dave, final question, because I really want to get into this. If I, we have seven, some readers seven right inches, now. Seven inches soft. Good Next for question. you, dude. I'm six inches on its tippy Rush. toes, but I do Rush. maximum damage. Okay? Getting no A use. Lot of Getting no use. Where's okay. the guy with the banjo? I've been sitting here for an hour talking to these guys. No banjo. D Dave, yeah. if I, the, okay, let's say I want to buy gold right now. Your suggestion yeah. is first thing they should do is do what? Give us three steps to buying gold real quick. Well, if they want to buy gold, they have or to, silver or silver or silver right they have to ask themselves you know what's their reasoning for doing it is it a short-term hold they want to do a short-term hold get in and out then they should definitely stick with uh, the paper right it's slv gl uh gld and then uh, also etfs right you guys talk about exchange trade yeah. funds a a u a what is it a u uh w i think is one uh gold uh yeah and by the way, buying a mining stock, I always correct people on this one, right? It's just going to bring it up. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. You're not buying gold. You're buying a company. Right. You're buying a company cool. that has ha ha that works under hazardous conditions. You're buying yeah. all kinds of stuff. Um, and then remind me to tell you, uh, I want to I want to help some people out there that uh, that were getting scammed. So I want to talk about that in a second. I want to do be a service here at the end. But um, the other, if you're going to buy physical gold and silver. Do your due diligence. Feel free to email me. I'm happy to talk a little deeper on this, but you can buy it in two forms. You can buy it in what's called a bullion that's traded along with the spot price. It goes for penny for penny up on the spot, penny for penny down. The premiums are really high right now, okay? But the, so is the price the, because it's a rarity factor, right? It's just that's where it's holding right now. I don't know if it's going to go action, down or go up. Dude. A lot of action right now. Uh, but if you want to buy something that has numismatic value, if you want to get into that collectible market, right? That's a whole different area. Uh, you could buy something that has a low rarity. So you could buy a coin, let's say that sells for, uh, you know, $3,300, right? Uh, and, uh, you know, gold is at $1,800. That's called, let's say, a, 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 what is that? $1,833. That's a $1,500 premium, right? So that premium, right, is you're working in a different avenue. So you're working on the gold price, but you're also working on the rarity price. Uh, and that's, that was the explanation I used that 1.1 million uh, tenth ounce coin. Um, yeah, so I don't know if that answers the question in terms of what to buy, how to buy, but it, it, it is, there's a lot of variables when you're buying physical gold and silver, just beware, do your due diligence. And, uh, just because somebody has ratings and reviews, it doesn't mean they're going to be the cheapest price, the least expensive price in town. Um, what, what, what percentage of your portfolio is made up of precious metals? If you don't mind personally. Yeah. Um, I think it's probably in the five to 10 area. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It, and, it's been, it, and I got stuff just, it's been sitting around. It's just an emergency fund. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I just, it just sits in there and you don't think about it. That's unless you want to get in the game, you may want to get into the game, uh, you know, with the rarity factor. Is, too, Dave, you know? is there a website that gives you the best prices on gold? So you know what you should yeah. be paying Kitco, right? Well, Kitco is now selling gold too. So they're actually a retailer, but Kitco is great for charts. Okay. Kit they're great for charts, Co. spot price. Yeah. Kitco. Com. Yeah. But there's, um, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of companies out there um, that are internet based um, that, you know, sell at a pretty good rate. Um, I'll give you a few. I can name a few, I guess. JM Bullion, uh, 
JM Bullion, Atmex, right? So those are two good internet companies, right? Just give you an idea. But still, they charge fees, they charge premiums, and you may buy what's called the leader. So let me talk about retail for a second, okay? Do you know a leader is, an, is something that people use to advertise to demonstrate value? So they'll they'll advertise a coin that they won't make any money. It's a loss leader. You ever heard that term? Yeah, loss leader. Yes. So they'll sell you that uh, coin, Sam's and then hopefully name around here. Yeah, what? and then they'll. What? And then, and then, and then they hope you come back and continue to shop with them because everything else they're going to make money on you on the other one. Everybody does it. Vaughn's does it. Ralph says it. All the grocery markets they all it's just part of the game. What you don't want to do is, is you don't want to come in on something and then have some slick sales guy you know just say hey you know that's a great coin but is it really going to do what you need it to do and then he kind of talks you into buying his exclusive product. Which, by the way, then your hundred grand uh, is really only worth sixty grand because the minute you do, you buy it, you've lost forty thousand because you didn't know you paid a forty percent spread. So that's let the buyer beware that you know when you're buying something that's exclusive, uh, that's not shoppable, that is a possibility, and you got to be aware of it. I'll tell you one quick funny story. Yeah, um, real quick. Is it better than the the the, the Moses joke? I, yeah, I hope so. You know. Okay. But, uh, uh -huh. Anyways, this might get the Apollo in here real quick. <laughs> but uh, the um, I had a guy call me one time and say, "Hey, do you guys, uh, you know, buy um, uh, kilos of gold?" And let me tell you, kilo of gold is is like thirty one ounces, right? What's the math on that? Do the math for me on that. Thirty one times. Does eight. it have fentanyl in it? Right. No. So so anyways. I said, yeah, we do. And this, I remember the first time hearing about it, I said, what's going on? And he says, well, my girlfriend just inherited, uh, you know, 200 kilos and she needs to get it uh, shipped out to the United States and liquidated. I said, oh, that's, that's fantastic. And so that was the first time I heard about it. I was in the business for 10 years, two different companies. And then what happened was every, I would hear that a little bit often. Then I would dig a little deeper and the guy, I said, your girlfriend, where's your girlfriend then? She's like, and where's the gold coming from? Oh, it's coming from Africa. And I'm like, oh, okay. And where are you shipping it to? Well, where I live in Chicago. I said, oh, okay. And I'm like, wow, I'm a single guy. How'd you meet your girl? It's like, well, I've never really met her in person, but, and then here we go. Oh my God, yeah. he's falling for that. Right. Total push and, bay. Total but, push, and push bay, is, bro. And the scam is, is that he's, he basically gives her a check to ship the gold over, right? He sends her money to ship the gold over, which is five, 10, and I actually know a guy, a very wealthy guy in Malibu that I heard from another guy that actually got taken in on the, on this scam. It's it's like a five to 10 grand scam. So, and it's usually, it's it's a lonely older guy, you know, um, who's just, you know, not getting any. And he's like that, that internet, you know, the fake profile. Dude, Pay swipe left. I'm just, can I tell yeah. everybody, this is a public service announcement. When you get a you get a girl that's got a lot of gold that needs to be shipped from Africa, swipe left, swipe yeah, left. Yeah, yeah, for sure, dude. And if you're gonna do your mail order bride, do your due diligence, right? That's what Cash Day wants you to do. Absolutely. Investigate. Do your due diligence. Look for the best exchange rate. Okay. Asia is the best, and Sam, his family's from there. He knows best. My Asia people. My people. My people. Stop Our Asian people. hate. Dave, you're great. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Dave. Thank you. Love you guys. So this that's what fine. you got to do. Dave, Thank you're you, Dave. more welcome to stay on. I don't yeah, know if you got to get back to mom. Uh, but I, I would life. love. 
no way. Okay, here. then stay on. So <laughs> let's get into. So that was gold. I hope you guys got some for it. You know, I, I one thing if you haven't traded in gold, I'll tell you the first time you buy your piece of your first gold coin or your bullion, you're gonna blow be blown away by how incredibly precise and beautiful the coin is. It is shockingly amazing it just like the 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 craftsmanship you really start to get why this thing people are into this i like i was like wow this is really gorgeous man it's pretty like lily boy ass yeah one one more quick thing so gay right now but let me tell you just a a quick thing and when you receive if you if you buy like a hundred thousand gold and you receive it you're gonna look at it yeah you'll look at the coin but first thing you're gonna say is this is what I got. That's all I got for a hundred grand. You can walk down the street with a hundred grand in gold uh, in one pocket and a hundred grand in another pocket, and nobody would even know, right? And that's the difference between silver and gold. Silver is like a huge ratio, but the fact is, is that it's so small. It's like between the size of a quarter, one ounce gold yeah. is a quarter and a half dollar. You know, so it's uh, and they're it's, gorgeous, dude. A lot of dragons. Gorgeous. There a is lot a of dragons. That's oh, and the Asian ones. He likes. Oh yeah, I love that dragon scorpion. action. Scorpion action. He's into some that. Scorpions. What, what about what about treasure? Is there a premium for treasure that's been resurfaced from the ocean? I think I we, remember. Yes, that. we sold coins uh, from this one shipwreck. They had silver bars that were like huge they were just giant silver bars and what they did was they melted them uh garasopa look it up shipwreck garasopa and uh they melted them down right and a company i I work for had the exclusive and they made little coins and they had a nice little display box and you know it's it was fun it was fun you know us mint by the way sells gold and silver but they sell it at a super high premium too by the way a lot of people don't know that it's it's it, and sometimes you can get an, a, a coin. Um, my buddy in Miami, I was saying about he, he he basically what dealers do is they they have all kinds of friends and family jump on the website at the same time when they're doing a, a like it's like an IPO or a, a you know an initial coin offering if you will ICO, and uh, you're buying a coin that's rare immediately out of the gate and that's the good time to buy from the U.S. Mint. But I tried to get on. It was so hard to jump on. I mean, everyone on the planet was jumping on this, uh, you know, opportunity. As, as a numismatist, what would you say is oh, your what? Well, what? A Midwards numism- around here, you're not ready for him. Yeah, numismatist. Yeah, no, no, no. Numismatist. No. And an expert in numismatics is called a numismatist, which I am not, but I am an armchair. Okay. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to let you be a numismatist here because I believe and I trust you and you got a lot more education than we do. Um, Half of these idiots can have a degree from UNLV. I am, I'm college educated. Um, Also, by the way, I'm a Bruin. You were speaking to USA. I am a Bruin. I was a, I I was actually a case study at the neuropsychiatric Institute of UCLA 30 years ago. You know, is that where Charles Manson there now? I, Yeah. Uh, okay. So no, go for it, Chris. Get okay. It Get what it is what is the what is the Moby Dick in your world of like uh, coins? Uh, what the what's Dick? the white whale? Excuse me. What's the white whale that you've been searching for all your life? What's the Onus Wagner? You know of coins. Oh, oh, that's great. Yeah, I mean, I guess it would be that ten ounce gold coin. I mean, it's just you know, I mean, but I've never really, I don't go after that kind of stuff. That's, that's, that's like buying a piece of art. That's Picasso. That's, that's a whole different world. And, and actually my, my friend, uh, Robbie, 
uh, that's what his business is, is all about rare coins. He's in the rare coin. I mean, he'll do the bullion too, but he's really a, an expert in, in the rare that, coins. I could see how that could get addicted, dude. It, you know, it, like it, it can be, yeah. Just chasing those coins. I could get into that if I, if, you yeah. know. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, let's say sure. mana goes to a billion dollars, dog. I'm just oh. chasing coins, dog. Yeah. yeah, this is 10 million right here. Yeah. Oh, so the these, flowing hair. Who's yeah. that? Chris Neff on that coin? Now, these these two coins, by the way, these coins uh, will be what's called certified and graded. Um, certified and graded is usually the two, the two foremost coin authenticators in the world. He likes are, that Trump one, guaranteed. Yeah, yeah the two foremost coin eyes. authenticators in the world are uh, Professional Coin Grading Service, also known as PCGS and Numismatic Guarantee Corporation called NGC. Those are the Do they two... have a Joe Biden coin that you get like a Chuck E. Cheese, like a token? No, actually, they're giving them out at the border as you cross. Aha, there we go. Do they have, do they have like Trump rape coins so you can brag about how cool Trump is? Okay, okay. all right, all right, now. all right. <laughs> all right. You should have stopped it about an hour ago, okay? <laughs> yeah, you know what? Catch me outside, how about yeah, that? okay. So let's get, let's, because <clears throat> I have a life, okay? Mm -hmm. I love talking to Dave Martell. I could talk well, to him all day. I can't be on here him. much longer. So what is everyone's picks for the week? And then we can thank Dave, Dave's welcome back anytime to talk collectibles and stuff like that what are you guys' picks for the week howie yeah, first jesus christ <laughs> oh um like i said I'm, <laughs> I'm selling i kind of touched on this earlier so i'll be quick um i'm i'm trimming a lot of my tech um because they i'm losing too much on them my gains they're already gains but i'm going to bank the gains and i'm going to take a hard look at stor which is a commercial retail reit uh, I've owned it in the past and I, I'm going to play it as a reopening. That's the, can only we see thing. that Evan STOR? And I'm also going to lean into USAT. I've been holding it since December and it's starting to move in the direction. I like, I mentioned it on the program before, but I will be leaning into USAT. Um, Howie, do you know anything about store capital? Is that's the REIT? Yeah. Yeah. What I, 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 I literally followed that. It was a, I might've been like three, four years ago, but it's a big retail. It's yeah, a big retail, they shopping malls and shit. That's what they exactly, do. Exactly, yeah. exactly. That's interesting, I, dude. So that's, to me, I'm a little nervous about that if you're shopping malls because malls aren't very, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but malls aren't that popular right now. I can't, kids aren't going and hanging out there. Malls are somewhat dying. So, I mean, what is the future of, I mean, if it's a, Smash and grab, I totally get it. It's not a smash and grab for me. No, it's, it's not a smash and grab. They, they pay, what's the yield on it? What's the yield on it? I don't recall, to be honest. Um, I think it's pretty high. Yeah, I, I know Buffett owns it. That's why I originally bought it, because of uh, the return on the div. Yeah, so, it's really solid. It's solid. Uh, yeah. 5.8? Yeah. 5.8. It's quality. And, and I'm really light on dividend stocks in my portfolio. And then I'm going to take a hard look at JP Morgan because I'm out of banks. I've owned USB. I've owned City in the past. I've owned Bank of America Wells. And I, I, I just would feel a little bit comfortable, more comfortable um, just having a decent player in that section of my portfolio since I cut it and moved into tech. Um, so, yeah, there you go. That's what I like. USAT and STOR. And again, not smash the grabs, long-term plays. And I will be hunting 
uh, GME to drop again. And I will swing the fuck out of that bitch and I will bank the gains and realize them because that's what I do. I might get with you next time and do the same thing, man. I think you should. I'm feeling pretty good. It's just going to keep happening again, man. I was looking on Wall Street. Did I say that? I did say that. That's what this is. It's the doge going. Correct. It's just going to keep going. And I saw people on Wall Street bets literally putting in three quarters of a million dollars and buying three quarters of a million and buying at the high last week. And they're like, I'm never selling. So there's so many people that buy at the top every time this thing goes up and they're not going anywhere. They're going to hodl just like, uh, Coin Diamond people. hands that shit to the bottom. Yeah. I don't believe it's going to go to a thousand. I don't believe it's going to go to 500. I am 400 tops maybe on these swings, but that's, that's just my, my personal belief. So Howie, still what's holding... your call? I got one call this week. That's it. You know, I'm still holding this up. People still buy the ICPT buy Ford, uh, GE. These are good stocks right now. Fucking Verizon just broke through 58. Um, I'm going to go this week with another high-yielding ETF. I'm in Houston, Texas right now, so I'm going to stick with the local flavor. XLE. Black ass. That too. Um, I'm going to stick with... There goes our black readers. Thank you. No, we love black ass. We're pro-black ass on this show. Uh, XLE. It's probably the largest energy ETF in the world. It's got a yield of about, what, four and a half, four point six percent 4.6%. It's headed back up. It's got some of the largest oil and energy stock. Yeah, XLE. XLE, uh, it's, you know, I'm like I say, I'm in Houston. I'm in the largest energy uh, city probably in the country. And I love that ETF. Um, If you want a nice 4.5% yield, Something that's probably going to continue to go up. Uh, energy's the way to go. Energy's a really good sector right now. I think it's got a lot more legs. Um, I like that ETF, man. I think it's safe. I think the readers will make money on it. I love it. That's it. Uh, all right, dude. That's great. My picks are pretty uh, – I am I know I'm a broken record, but, you know, mana is two cents off. It's record yeah. high. Yeah. Mana's got two cents off. Again, what are the practical ter- – applications of this i really like mana i mean dude i mean i grabbed harmony on just like i feel something and harmony one i'm already up man i'm already up i bought it i bought it at four cents it's now 21 cents and that's crazy i just Uh, like it man i just really like it uh, I've been asked about VET. My friend asked me about VET. Our, our friend Zoltan asked me about VET. It's a little down right now. I like that chain too. You know, and what else do, am I into? What else am I into? Going back, I mean, I, I, I hate to claim it because it is Little E's call. Uh, Little E just showing us his desktop. That's a nice desktop you got there, bro. Just loving space. Storage is great. I mean, I'm looking at the one month. It went from 61 cents, guys, all the way up to $3.91. It's down a little bit to 283 as we speak at this moment. But that's going to happen because when people get in, they're going to buy. It's going to hit up, and they're going to sell, so it's going to go down. Here's my whole thing with this, right? As the coins keep going, okay, the highs get higher and the lows get higher. 
That's my whole thing. It's it's going to do this. They're going to keep doing this for the most part. That's just my opinion. You guys who live on your computers and do that and get that window respect on that. I just, I'm just looking like when I look at these things, I go, what is the, I, I know these we're doing smash and grabs on the show. I don't have the time to sit there like that. I'm not d- saying if you do anything negative about that, but again, it's like, what are the long term? You would have made a shit ton of money. Had you bought a put when you were doing your big, a put, I'm down with that. you would have cleaned up. Um, yeah, so you you can't really a- suck your dick because you didn't do it. But had you, you would have every, all of our hands would be on your balls right now. You wouldn't even be able to see any any skin. Uh, any, I'm happy. Any anything but shaft, those teeth. Anything. Yeah. I should uh, say so, I love Viacom because Sumner Redstone had women half his age, less than half his age. I was a big fan. Well, I mean, like when you're a hundred thousand yeah. years old, that's like eighty. So I mean, you can't get eighty year olds. <laughs> I just I just want to put my prediction out there. I'm fair fairly strong about this. I think you're going to see a re, uh, a dead cat on Monday, but I think the stock is going to continue to crater. Um, I think it's a shit company. I don't think they compete with anybody. So be very careful if you play it. That's my personal take. I'm not buying puts. I'm not buying calls. I'm not buying shares. I, I don't want to be involved in it. Yeah. How we- hey, if it, uh, drop back, if it dropped back to 39 or 40, uh, I, think, I think you'll see a trade between 40 and 52. So you could make money on it. Yeah, and then is finally, that a, is that, Howie, are you wearing a shirt or a wetsuit? What is that? <laughs> what what is that? I can't tell. Are you like in a hotel? Or are you about to do the Olympics in nineteen twenty? Sam, are you beating off under the desk, looking at said wetsuit? Because yeah. you look a little weird right now. No, I start at weird. I <laughs> only a, get weirder. Sam, that's very expensive material that Howie is wearing. Something that your background is not accustomed to. Are you, it's is that an Asian hate joke, bro? It's tough one. Uh, little Just because Armenians are 99 cent Jews, Dave, doesn't mean you could shit on my people, okay? This podcast, this podcast is right. so fucking sideways, like, just like the stock market right now. We have got to get back on target. No, let Evan talk, because he's been killing it lately. Bring up Evan, that chart, little E. What are you, what are you looking at this week? I'm... Um, I've gone pretty big in on anchor and storage. Um, I, again, I really like the projects. Well, we talked about storage earlier, but for anchor, it's basically fueling um, blockchain technology, making it cheaper. And that's basically going to be for all types of crypto and not just anchor itself. So I'm holding this for at least a year, probably. Um, and I got a dollar at least on it. And I, told twitter i'd get an anchor tattoo if it hits a dollar so oh damn not of the logo not of the logo but anchor like a literal anchor fast forward spring break he doesn't have enough money for an eight ball he's got a couple (laughs) chicks he's like selling his fucking his his crypto Mm. real quick little e can you bring up this chart because this is a nice reflection of how fucked tech is one of our readers shared this was posted about a day ago and these are some really big tech names that have just swan dived recently. And somebody put it just so perfectly. They're like, if you go, scroll down the list, the bigger the fantasy is of what these stocks actually represent. 
I mean, look at Virgin Galactic down 53% from its 52 week high. DoorDash. What is that? The st- is that from Star Trek? What is that? <laughs> that sounds kind of hot. Virgin Virgin Galactic. Virgin Galactic is space. Do they make the Star Trek Enterprise. What? Who are they? <laughs> I, this is why I love the fact that you know nothing about the stock market. Uh, it's space. It's the company that they're basically Richard Branson's company, if I recall, that says they're going to start uh, commercial space travel. So oh, yeah. where him, have you been? Bro? Him, him and Elon That's Musk. not a money laundering business at all. That's but not. pull up that chart again, Little Lee, because there's some really big high flyers that have just taken a shit. And I don't think this is over. I mean, look at DoorDash. I knew that was a garbage IPO. I stayed away from it. Chris, but it no. hasn't even started yet. It hasn't even that's started. Correct. Yeah, and that's this what I'm why. saying, dude. It's like, I mean, dude, the fact that Twitter is even minus 24 and that like everybody hasn't pulled their money out of Twitter based on what is going on in that dumpster fire. I mean, it's like, yeah, dude, I, I like, I'm trying to tell you, man, it's also a lot of these companies are woke. Okay. We're seeing woke companies and they're losing money on being woke. So the more you see a company go woke, the more you're going to see people pulling their money out. And it's something you got to look at, man. Yeah, but I mean, that, that chart, Peloton down 38%. I bought it at 40 bucks. I can't sell it because I'm too close to cashing on some, uh, avoiding some capital gains on it. I'm in that in-between zone. There's nothing I can do about it. But All I right. Mean, well, I got to jump, guys. We you all got, do. We, I got to jump. To, we have to do one more thing. For I've already jumped. We, right. have to, we have to do the, the, <laughs> the T-shirt because we hit 200, 200 oh, well, likes. Yeah. While Evan's, Here while we Evan, go. While Evan's doing that, I'd like to make a correction because Sam, I do appreciate you calling out a bad joke. And I realized that my delivery was wrong on our new catchphrase. And the reason it went over your head is I should have said it like this, cat meow, side. Jesus. That's that's why it didn't work. I didn't put it in. No, 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 still didn't work again. Hold on, hold on, I'm gonna get it again. Cat (laughs) meow, side, how about that? Now I think it works so much better. That was better, that was better. Hurry up. Evan, please hurry. You know, every single one, it asks me I have to register for something. I'm not registering do, for anything. Do I get a do-over too? Business is business. I just yeah. went to the punchline. <laughs> Can I, I, I'm just going to keep doing cat me outside. How about that until Evan? No, gets. I knew. I mean, dude, here we go. Here we go, there guys. We go. And we the winner, winner is, here we go. New feature. Cow- you got to be kidding me. All right. Uh, this is what we're doing. We can't. We can't do it anymore. Somebody tell me when to stop. I'm just. I'm thinking of a number. Ready? Stop. Who is it? Oh, congratulations, uh, to our 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 saint worshiper friend right here. Ou dot. Ou dot. Um, you got yourself a T-shirt. You're in Los Angeles. Congratulations. They're gorgeous. Uh, Dave Martell. Thank you so much. Sorry, uh, in. Really appreciate you. And uh, dude, uh, any final thoughts? Because I got jam. I love you guys. Great show. I love you guys. I'm in Austin in two weeks. For those who are still listening, which is five of you, go to samtriple.com for all of my dates. Shout out PNW.